0: greetings new dimensions church family so glad you tuned into our online church service today we speak the blessings of the lord on you your families and all you have set your hands to for his honor and his glory can't wait to see you all in person uh, again in the near future we miss you very very much pastor tyler burns is out of town and he's asked me to step in and preach for him this morning He and Pastor Mylena have been preaching a powerful series on if you build it. Go ahead and type that in your comments, if you build it. I am continuing the series this morning revolving around this theme. Uh, If you build it internally, you will build it eternally. Uh, Type those two words in the comments, internal and eternal. Um, I'm taking my thoughts from a verse of Scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 9. And my first point is this. To build it internally and eternally, you must be a partner builder. You must be a partner builder. Type the word partner in your comments. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 3, 9, For we are laborers together with God. I repeat. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 3, 9, For we are laborers together with God. What a privilege it is to be a laborer together with God. What a privilege it is to be a worker together with God. What a privilege it is to be a partner builder with God. So if you are laboring together with God as an usher, what a privilege. If you are laboring together with God as a greeter, what a privilege. If you're laboring together with God as a children's church worker or youth worker, what a privilege. If you're laboring together with God as a sound tech or video tech, what a privilege. If you're labored together with God as an administrator, what a privilege. If you're labored together with God as a musician, what a privilege. If you're labored to God together with God as a praise team member, what a privilege. If you're laboring together with God as a deacon or elder or minister or apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, or, or teacher, what an awesome privilege it is to build internally and eternally as a partner builder with uh, God. And since we will resume meeting again in person in the very near future, we will be in need of you in a lot of these areas of services mentioned. So please fill out the meeting again survey, the link of which you can find online. But listen, the operative words in this verse here in first corinthians 3 9 for we labor, we are labors together with god are with god type in your comments the words with god these two words reveal that laboring as a partner builder with god is not just a, a privilege It is indispensable. It is absolutely necessary. That's why Jesus said in John 15 and verse 5, I am the vine, John 15, 5. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, there it is, internally and eternally, he that abides in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Listen, Jesus did not say for without me you can do most things. Jesus didn't say that without me you can do some things. Jesus didn't say that without me you can do a few things. Jesus said for without me you can do nothing. Meaning you cannot build internally and eternally without me. Now you can build without me. And be on the negative side of psalm 127 in verse 1 which says except the lord builds a house they labor in vain that build it psalm 127 in verse 1 except the lord builds the house they labor in vain that build it uh, you can't build without me jesus says but on but you'll be on the negative side of first Corinthians chapter three, verses 11 and 12 first Corinthians chapter three, verses 11 and 12 where Paul said for no other foundation can any man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Anybody glad that Jesus is your foundation. And therefore, you, your life cannot be shaken. He said, no other foundation can any man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. And then in verse 12, he said, now if any man will build upon this foundation, I'm going to paraphrase, you need to be aware that with God, you can build gold, silver, and precious stones. But without God, you will build wood, hay, and stubble. And I parenthetically interject here that what looks like wood, hay, and stubble may be, in man's eyes, may be gold, silver, and precious stones to God. And what looks like gold, silver, and precious stone to man may be wood, hay, and stubble to God. And the thing that determines the difference is whether you are building with God or without God. Jesus said, without me, you can Do nothing. You can't build eternally and internally without me, Jesus says. In this sense, you can't build as a husband. In this sense, you can't build as a wife. In this sense, you can't build as a father in this sense you can't build as a mother in this sense you can't build as a business owner in this sense you can't build as an employer or employee you can't build as a professor or, or student you can't build anything without him jesus said without me you can do nothing lift your hands toward heaven right now and say god i gotta have you in my life come on lift your hands again close your eyes pray it straight to him uh, pray it straight from your heart and say, God, i got to have you in my life because without you, I can do nothing. Now let's go back to the operative words in First Corinthians 3, 9. With God. Type it again in your comments. With God. You see, any time you build anything for God, there will be challenges that are bigger than you are you as a builder will always face something bigger than you are the builder will always face the bigger but here's the good news you as a bigger builder will never face anything that is bigger than your god that bears repeating here's the good news you as a builder will never face anything that is bigger than your God that's why the angel Gabriel told Mary in Luke 137 for with God nothing shall be impossible Luke 137 for with God nothing shall be impossible so make no difference how big the Red Sea is Moses with God, nothing shall be impossible. Make no difference how big the Jericho wall is, Joshua. With God, nothing shall be impossible. Make no difference how big Goliath is, David. With God, nothing shall be impossible. Make no difference how outnumbered you are, Jehoshaphat. With God, nothing shall be impossible. Make no difference how big the mountain is, Zerubbabel. With God, nothing shall be impossible. Make no difference how dead and how how long your brother Lazarus has been in the grave Martha and Mary with God nothing shall be impossible make no difference how bad the doctors report is child of God with God nothing shall be impossible make no difference how big the financial need is disciple of Christ with God nothing shall be impossible make no difference how many natural and supernatural challenges you will encounter as you lead this church into its future pastor Tyler and pastor Michael with God nothing shall be impossible lift your hands right where you are those of you listening and viewing this broadcast and declare it with me I will be with God because with God nothing shall be impossible my God I fear the anointing of the Holy Ghost and I pray that the power of God will reach through these airways and touch somebody who's facing an impossible situation and may they be reminded that with God nothing shall be impossible I know you're not here with me live and in person but right where you are put your hands together and give God praise that he is the God with whom nothing is impossible blessed be the name of the lord allow me to extract one more truth from this verse here in first corinthians 3 9. to build it internally and eternally we must not only be a partner builder we must also be a people builder write the word people in your comments back to our text notice paul said here in first corinthians 3 9 for you are laborers together with god partner builders you are God's husbandry. You are God's building. People builders. Paul reminds us what this pandemic has reminded us: that the church is not brick and mortar. The church is not a physical building. The church is not a man-made edifice. That's why the writer of Hebrews said in Hebrews 9:11, "But Christ, being come in high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect." Tabernacle, listen to this. Not made with hands. That is to say, not a building. Hebrews nine eleven says he distinguishes between what is made by man's hand and what is made by God's hand. Hebrews three four puts it like this: For every house, Hebrews chapter three and verse four. For every house is built by some man, but he that builds all things is God again he's differentiating between what man builds and what God builds The hands of man can build a physical edifice. But only the hand of God can build God's building, which is God's people, the church of the living God. That's why I reiterate that the church is not brick and mortar. The church is not a physical building. The church is not a man-made edifice. The church is the spirit, soul, mind, will, emotions, and bodies of the people of God. Paul said, you are God's people. God's people is made, God's building is made up of God's people. He said, you are God's building, which is made up of God's people. So how do you build God's people as a people builder? First of all, passionately. For the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 8, 1, knowledge puffs up, but charity or love edifies. 1 Corinthians 8, 1, knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. You see? To be a people you must love people not judge people type in your comments love people don't judge people the Pharisees judge people but Jesus loved people just not let you be judged Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 1 be careful when you find someone down that you love them and not judge them because one day you may need somebody to love you and not judge you the thing I love about pastor Tyler and pastor Molina is that I see them behind the scenes passionately loving the people of God so we build people passionately secondly we build people prayerfully first Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 4 declares he that speaks in an unknown tongue edifies himself he that speaks in an unknown tongue builds himself up that's why the bible says in jude chapter 1 and verse 20 but ye beloved building up yourselves on your most holy faith Praying in the Holy Ghost. Now the focus of these verses is not building others up but building yourself up because you are part of the people of God that need to be built up by praying in the Holy Ghost. So when your spirit needs to be built up Pray in the Holy Ghost. When your heart needs to be built up Pray in the Holy Ghost. When your mind needs to be built up Pray in the Holy Ghost. When your will needs to be built up Pray in the Holy Ghost. When your faith needs to be built up Pray in the Holy Ghost. And when you build yourself up, then you can build others up. So you build others up passionately and prayerfully and finally, prophetically. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 4 again says that he that speaks in an unknown and on tongue edifies himself prayerfully. But he that prophesies edifies the church prophetically. Now, prophecy is the forthtelling F O R T H and the foretelling F O R E of the word of God. Prophecy is the forthtelling of the word of God and the foretelling of the word of God. Prophecy is not only the forthtelling of your pathetic present. Prophecy is also the foretelling of your prophetic future. Can I remind somebody who's in a bad place that you are somewhere in the future? And you look a whole lot better than you do right now. Can I prophesy this verse over somebody right now, Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6, being confident, Philippians 1, 6, of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I know that in between the commencement and the conclusion and the consummation of this thing is a crisis, a conflict, a combat, uh, a confrontation that oftentimes is confusion, but in this you can still be confident because he who has begun a good work in you he will perform it until the day of jesus christ so right now i prophetically speak over you job that your end is going to be better than your beginning right now I prophetically speak over you joseph that what the enemy meant for evil god is going to turn it around uh, for your good right now i speak prophetically over you church that upon this rock jesus will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against him now for that person doubtfully uh questioning greg if it has been torn down can it be built back up again i give you Jeremiah 1 where he said that there are times when things are rooted out, they are pulled down, they are destroyed, they are thrown down, they are torn down, and then they are built up and planted again. So if any area of your life has been torn down, get ready. You're about to enter into a new season of rebuilding and replanting. So remember not the former things neither consider the things of old. For behold, I do a new thing saith the Lord, and even in a desert I'll make a way where there is no way he who has begun a good work in you he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ I close with this verse Psalm 102 and verse 16 Psalm 102 and verse 16 when not if but when the Lord shall build up Zion he shall appear in his glory If you build it with him, for him, by him, through him, in him, not only will they come, but he will come. He shall appear in his glory. Father, right now, I pray that Jesus will build these your people. And as he builds, we expect him to appear in his glory. In Jesus' name,
1: amen. God bless you. Well, hey, everybody, this is Pastor Tyler again. Thank you so much for tuning in to the NDCC online worship experience. So if you want to take a step in God, I want to pause here, you know, normally I just breeze through this and say, hey, you can just put home in the comments or text home to the number at the bottom of the screen. But I think there might be someone out there who genuinely wants to have an encounter with God, who wants to make a decision to follow Jesus. If that's you, I just want you to lift up your hands right now. You can type home in the comments, but right now, first, I just want you to lift up your hands. And I just want you to say, even repeating after me, if that's you, if you say, God, I wanna give my life to you for real this time. I wanna follow you in everything that I say and I do, transform and change my life. Lift up your hands and say, God, Come into my heart and save me. I repent of my sins. I repent of the way that I've been going. And I just want to follow you. Thank you for the example of Jesus. Thank you for what he's done on the cross. Thank you that he's alive and risen. And thank you that I can make the choice to follow him. Come into my heart and save me. Transform me. Make me new. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're so excited. We're proud of you. We want to celebrate you. We want to be excited with you and walk with you as well. You can type home in the comments or text home to the number at the bottom of the screen. It means so much that we're able to introduce Jesus to you. Once again, if you did not have the opportunity to give earlier in the service, you can do so in two ways. You can go to ndccpensacola.org and click offerings, or you can mail it in to P.O. Box 6400, Pensacola, Florida, 3250. I hope to see you next week. And until then, be blessed, be safe, be healthy. And we love you so much. Peace. am but still open door if you don't see As long as I know my purpose, i it. I can it. I can my place yeah i made mistakes but i didn't stay kept the faith not the same after everything